Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson.
You better declare that. My God, my God, my God, this is your war cry. My God, my God, my God, I thank you. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. That is War Cry by Queen Naja. And sometimes you got to release a war cry. You just got to let the devil know you can't have my mind, you can't have my soul, you can't have my kids, you can't have my money, you can't have my purpose. You cannot have absolutely anything attached to me. As a matter of fact, you have had your presence in my life way too long. And the Lord already told me that you only look like a roaring lion and I have the authority over you in the blood of Jesus. It's not red. In the blood of Jesus. It's a war cry. I love, 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 love that song. I love that song with everything in me. God is so good and God is so faithful. Stay focused. Stay focused. Stay, stay focused. God is so, so faithful. I want to get into the devotional today. I want to pray over you. I want to declare some things over you. I want to let the Holy Spirit fill this room, fill our lives today. I don't want us focused on anything else but God right now. It is so easily to, easy to be distracted by things that mean absolutely nothing right now. And I don't want you focused on anything but God right now. So all mind, all hearts clear, right? Focus in on him and what he has to say to us in this season and this morning. Uh, do me a favor, go share the video right now. Put it in someone's hand, drop it on someone's timeline. I feel the spirit of the Lord. The Lord is up to something. I don't know all he's about to do. I don't know all that's about to happen, but the Lord is up to something. I feel it in the atmosphere. I don't think this is gonna be a real normal day. I don't think you're gonna experience a real normal life. Why? Because you're learning to partner with the Holy Spirit. And I am just grateful for you. And speaking of partners, I'm going to send you a partnership letter. Thank you for my partners. Thank you for all you do. We couldn't feed the streets. We couldn't run this devotional. We couldn't be on radio. We couldn't do any of those things without you. And so you're important to us and I appreciate you. And I needed to say that this morning. I'm I've been excited all morning. I'm seeing the hand of God in every area of my life. I told y'all yesterday, oh, my book is over there. I have my Something for Jesus to Do book, and I'm writing it in, and I'm checking stuff off, and I'm seeing God. See, a lot of times we'll look for our seed, our harvest, to come in in a particular way, and our harvest can come in in so many different ways, so many different ways. And so I'm just telling you, when you make note of what you're looking for God to do, you can come back later and say, I see you, Lord. It can manifest. We always think it's just about seed. It can manifest in time. It can manifest in favor. It can manifest in blessing. Uh, a good friend of mine, his seed sowing manifested in his son's life, right? His son got a, a opportunity presented to him uh, that just was everything he needed and he was and it was evidence of his seed sowing so i'm just um and i'm studying that i'm reading 30 oh my books are always up down 30 60 and 100 fold right now and it just gives you a higher revelation of seed sowing and money and what it looks like when it returns remember every seed produces after its own time i feel like i should take up offering there <laughs> i feel like we in church and i should be like okay now take up the offering every seed 
passes after it produces after it on kind so you sow right not to your need you sow to the size of your harvest and if you haven't learned that yet i want you to get that in your head every seed if you sow love you're gonna reap love if you sow kindness you're gonna reap kindness especially if your motives are pure if you sow help you're gonna re it is our odell you're trying to make me shout don't make me shout because i know that i know it's harvest time i know it's harvest time and we're gonna harvest just to the corners so that we can leave something for those that do not have i know it's harvest it ain't no colloquialism it ain't no christian or religious saying i know that it's harvest time i know that it's time to harvest what we've been sowing for a long time and i have received that by faith i have received that by faith according to word according to purpose and according to the call on my life according to the call on my life i think yeah that's come on jeanette y'all gonna make me shout. come on now i'm taking back our family i'm taking back our health i'm taking about back our treasures of heaven come on jeanette roman somebody gotta be the person to stand up and stand in authority for your family somebody gotta be the person that says you know what it all stops here and I'm taking back everything that belongs to me. It's so easy to get idle. It's so easy to get consumed. It's so easy to get caught up. It's so easy to get routine. It's so easy to get mundane. We'll be repeating and saying the same thing every day, day after day with no power and experiencing and seeing no victory. And that's not the kind of God that we serve. So you just, y'all stirring me up over here. I'm like, don't make me shout. My neighbors are going to be waking up and wake the boys up. Let's pray. Let's invite the glory of the Lord is in this place. I'm telling you, the glory of the Lord is in this place. It's in my house. And when it's in my house, it's on this devotional. My God, my God, my God. Father God, I anoint my vocal cords right now. Satan, you cannot have my vocal cords. I declare and decree right now that my vocal cords are strong. I plead the blood of Jesus over my voice. And I thank you, Father God, it is strengthening and operating at full capacity. I thank you, Lord, right now. I take authority in Jesus Christ. I bind every satanic attack against my vocal cords, against this devotional, against my purpose, against my mind. Father God, and I declare today, Father God, that you are strengthening my vocal cords in Jesus' name. Father God, I invite your glory in. We thank you, Father God, for the glory of God over our life. I thank you, Father God, for a fresh anointing on our life. I thank you that the devil is defeated and under our feet this morning. I thank you, Father God, that you can settle here, that you are taking your place here, that you will be amongst us. Father God, for the great I am is on the same. Lord God and we just blast bask in your glory and we just thank you for your glory and we just ask you for your glory my God my God so that we can go and glorify you show us your glory my God let your glory manifest in us father God we thank you that the glory of the Lord is upon us upon this devotional Lord God that we will illuminate father God that we will be sought come on Holy Spirit and light of this earth and this world that we will go make impact for your glory that we will make a name for your glory, that we will be positioned for your glory. My God, my God, my God, for the glory of the Lord is upon our life. I thank you, Lord God. We are not anxious for absolutely anything, Lord God. I thank you. We magnify you this morning, Lord God, and we settle this here, Lord God, that we are your children. We are children of the most high king, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for taking over our daily lives. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for a fresh anointing. 
Father God, one that destroys the yokes of bondage, sickness, and disease. We cancel off every mental attack of the enemy, Lord God. Every spirit of fear, worry, every mental attack, every position of mental disease trying to come against your people, bipolar, anxiety, long-term depression, we cancel that back to the pits of hell from which it came. That is not from God. And we thank you, Father God, today that there is a victory in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the supernatural. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your peace and we thank you for your glory. We thank you for your glory. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. If you're just logging on, do me a favor, go share the devotional right now. We're going to get into the word of the Lord. I share some very uh, significant things with you and I hope you let that rest in your spirit yesterday about who you are, um, about you being a child of God, about he bought you with a right price, about how you're sealed, righteousness is sealed, and how much God loves you. Come on, Holy Spirit, I hear you, I'm going to yield to you. Um, and so you, you've got to understand that you've got to know that more than anything. So I want to talk to you more, a little bit more about the practice and the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. I need you to understand this because... I think that we think that God only wants to be involved in some things in our life, right? I'm just saying, I think he, I think we think he only wants to be involved in some things in our life and God doesn't want to be involved in just some things in our life. God actually wants to be involved in everything in our life. And I know some of you are saying like everything, like, are you telling me God cares about what I look like and how I wear my hair? He does because he coded you from the beginning. He created you. He come on, Holy Spirit. He designed you, and in, in His unique design of you, um, He created you to look a certain way so that you could bring Him glory. He created you to conduct life a certain way so that you can bring Him glory. And if we, if the enemy has us thinking that those things that don't matter, we won't look for God to be involved in everything, right? We won't look for God to be involved in everything. We won't involve God in everything. We'll leave him out of some things. We'll rely on carnal knowledge and carnal wisdom and education. And I'm not saying, because we I'm, I'm well educated and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with education, but we will trust those things more than we trust the Holy Spirit. And when we are living like that, we are living um, harder or more harder than God has taught us to live. And we stressed out and we worried. And for me, an absence of the Holy Spirit not working in your life is when you're frustrated. When you get frustrated, that's kind of an absence of the Holy Spirit. That's the absence of the Holy Spirit not working in your life. Uh, when you stressed out, when you overwhelmed, when you consume, that's the absence of the Holy Spirit. And I'm talking to you and telling you this because I lived in that. I used to be so consumed, so stressed up. I thought I had to rationalize. I had to think through everything. I was consumed by too many different things. And now as I have positioned myself to understand that I need the evidence i need the holy spirit in everything it has changed me and i did not realize i'm just gonna be honest i'm just being for real i did not realize until i experienced the full baptism of the holy spirit how absent the holy spirit was in many areas of my life and 
uh, once I saw ways that I was disobedient, once I saw ways that I walked in fear, come on, I love you, Lord. Once I saw ways in which I wasn't bold, uh, once I saw ways in which I was complacent, once I saw ways in which I was lazy, um, I have become redundant in so many areas. Um, I began to realize that I had more need of Jesus and more need of the Holy Spirit than I thought, right? Than I thought. I didn't realize how many place, places he was absent because I had became spiritual hottie or I had been knowing because, see, this world has set you up and make you so um, knowledgeable in so many things and successful in so many things that it'll teach you how to operate without the Holy Spirit. And so we conceive worldly knowledge as being the only truth. We conceive worldly knowledge or carnal knowledge or cultural things that that's the truth and that's not how we were coded. We were designed and coded for the Holy Spirit to be our only truth so that we could walk in the glory of the Lord. Psalms 24 and 7 and 8 says, Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord that's mighty in battle. So come on, Holy Ghost. So if the glory is in place, right, then I ain't got to battle. <laughs> I ain't got to battle. If the glory, see, and the glory and the Holy Spirit are not the same thing. That, that's what's been confusing. The but you'll only get revelation for this if you spend the time studying his word. The glory and the Holy Spirit are not the same thing. And so the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. So when the glory is in place, pray place, then guess what? I don't have to go to battle. I don't have to be stressed out. I don't have to be overwhelmed. I don't have to be consumed. I can sit whatever the issue is at the feet of Jesus, right? In the glory of God, in the holy of holies, in the king of kings. And then he's going to give me the wisdom for absolutely everything I need. But if I don't understand that I need more of God's glory, and if I don't need to understand that I need to practice more of the presence of the Holy Spirit, I will be almost, I keep hearing the word complacent. I will become complacent and settled and think that I'm in position and think that I'm okay. When, and it's a hot mess. And can I tell you something? The hot mess will manifest externally. It'll be in your health. It'll be in how you carry yourself. It'll be in your mind. And you won't even be giving God your best. You'll be giving man's best standard, but not God's best standard. Psalms 29 and 3, it says, The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The glory of God thunders. The Lord is over many waters. John eleven forty 40 says, Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God. Acts 7-2 said, and he said, hear me, brethren and fathers. The glory of God appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia before he lived in Haran. See, the glory of God before you, the glory of God around you and in your presence is establishing a thing. His power is manifested in his glory. And the way that you're going to take hold of that is by the witness of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is for everything. The Holy Spirit is for everything. Can you say that? The Holy Spirit is for everything. The Holy Spirit is not for some things. The Holy Spirit is for everything. And we keep grieving him and quenching him out. And he has strategies 
for absolutely everything. And we're losing relationships, right? And we're losing position and we're losing our authenticity, authenticity and we're becoming complacent and we're not reaching for the things of the king and th king of kings. We're reaching of what we think is worldly success. So if we understood more about who the Holy Spirit was, how the Holy Spirit worked, uh, the way the Holy Spirit will mentor us, then we'll, we won't, we'll pursue the Holy Spirit with everything in us. That's a good way. We'll pursue the, the Holy Spirit with everything in us. And so we misunderstand the Holy Spirit so much, right? We misunderstand the Holy Spirit so much that we're not inviting him into everything. When is the last time you asked the Holy Spirit to take over your diet? Like, I'm just being for real. If you're struggling with weight, when is the last time you said, you know what, Holy Spirit, I need you to take over my diet. I need you to show me how to eat. I need you to show me how, what foods I'm supposed to eat. I need you to show me the exercise program that's for me. And I'm not saying you can't get that wisdom to, to, for other people, but the Lord will lead you to the right thing that's for you. He may have something very unique based on your blood type. My blood type has a lot to do with it based, based on your DNA. And so we'll leave him out of that and we'll go slave ourselves to some program or slave ourselves to some diet that we can't even afford without putting ourselves in a position for the wisdom of the Holy Spirit saying, Holy Spirit, I need to help you with my diet, right? When's the last time we did a whole Holy Spirit checkup for how we dress and how we look? What if God is bringing you into a different season and he wants you to look a certain way, but you won't even consult him about your dress because in your head, you go, oh, I'm giving the best and I look good. I, you know, and I'm participating and God is like, that's, that's not even, that's not how I designed you to look. I created you uniquely in my image. You are a facet of God. And the only way we're going to understand this is through the Holy Spirit, God. 1 Corinthians 6, 19, 20 says, What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own, for ye are brought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. When is the last time you've brought, brought the Holy Spirit into your business? Because what, When is the last time you've asked the Holy Spirit to be involved in your business? And I'm not talking about just to bless your business. I ain't talking about that. But giving you the strategy, giving you the wisdom, giving you the knowledge, giving you the understanding. If you will submit your business. I can't wait to connect to my entrepreneurs on Saturday. If you will submit your business, then the glory of the God. See, this is what you don't understand. When you come on Holy Spirit, when you submit to the Holy Spirit, then the glory of of God gets on your business, gets on your marriage, and then it begins to radiate. And then you will have people drawn to your business. You will have people attracted to your anointing. You will have people attracted to you. It's the same thing for your marriage. When is the last time that you invited the Holy Spirit into your marriage? Holy Spirit, I need you to take over this marriage because we'll, we'll, we'll assume we're glorifying God in our marriage. Well, when the glory of God is connected to anything, you're going to experience power. You're going to experience multiplication. You're going to experience increase. All of those things indicate that the glory of God, and I'm not talking about a little rift. I'm talking about 
power. I'm talking about a power that comes from on high. And the only way that power will manifest or be seen is when the glory of God is shining. It illuminates, it brightens it, it changes it changes the circumstance. When's the last time that you put the Holy Spirit and asked the Holy Spirit to become involved with your your job, right? <laughs> you can't when's the last time you said, "Lord, I need you in this job. I need you in this job." Holy and asking him for him daily. Ask, I need you in this job. Now, once I thank you that you're taking over. Thank you at my job. When's the last time you invited him into your job? You keep operating in your job in the same place. You leaving frustrated. You upset. Well, if if you leave work that way or you're at work that way, guess what? The Holy Spirit is not involved in your job because he is our comforter. He is our truth. And he is going to give you wisdom for what to do at your job. He may tell you to leave something alone. He may tell you to walk away from your job. He may tell you to stay at your job. But if you don't invite, invite him in and look for his presence and look for him to to show, see, Habakkuk 3 and 4 says his radiance is like the sunlight. Come on, Holy Spirit, teach this thing. He has rays flashing from his hand, and there is the hiding of his power. The glory of the Lord is evidence in power. <laughs> the glory of the Lord is evidence in power. And so if we don't understand how the Holy Spirit works or what, then we are not going to experience the full glory. When's the last time you asked the Holy Spirit to be involved in your finances? Like, Holy Spirit, take over my finances. Can I tell you something? If the Holy Spirit took over your finances, you would not be wasteful. You would be a good tither. You would be a good seed sower. You would give to the poor. You would take care of the widows amongst you. Your finances would look completely different. You would not be selfish. You would not be overspending. You would not be justifying your spending. You would not be lying on your taxes. You would not be in things that you could not afford because the Holy Spirit is not. And then guess what? When you, when, when, if you invite the Holy Spirit in there, then your, the glory rests on your finances. There's power in your finances. There's multiplication in your finances. There's increase in your finances. Why? Because the glory of the Lord rests on something. Every time the glory of the Lord is presence in anything, it's going to illuminate. It's going to have splendor. It's going to have majesty and it's going to have power. When is the last time you brought invited the Holy Spirit into your relationships, right? You, you invite, and I'm talking about invite them in, not you answer for yourself. But when is the last time that you invited the Holy Spirit into your relationships? Lord God, I need you to take on this relationship. The Holy Spirit will give you uh, wisdom for every relationship. But if we keep asking and responding to things emotionally, right? Then we're not going to experience the Holy Spirit in our relationship. And most of us will not rest a relationship in the Holy Spirit. When you are resting in the Holy Spirit, it changes the way you do things. It changes the way you handle things. I'm not talking about going to church. I'm not talking about carnal knowledge. I'm not talking about the way. Here's the thing the Lord showed me. Why would you want the Holy Spirit involved in absolutely everything? Why would you invite the Holy Spirit into everything? I learned to take my rest. Uh, sometimes I use the term rest and I tell somebody you need to rest. And they're thinking I'm th talking about just physical rest. I learned to take my rest, right? Because I begin to trust the Holy Spirit with everything. But the Holy Spirit is uncomfortable when you've been used to living life uh, 
um, all, a certain kind of way. And so we won't, we don't want to engage him because it's going to require more out of us. It's going to require us to say no to some things. It's going to come on now, Lord. Thank you. It's going to require us to say no to something. But can I tell you something? When you invite the Holy Spirit into those, your children, if you got children that you're overwhelmed with and consumed with or children that have, when's the last time that you've invited the Holy Spirit into your children? When's the last time you prayed in the Holy Spirit about your children? When's the last time you said, Holy Spirit, give me revelation to raise these children. Holy Spirit, give me revelation of what school they need to be at, right? Holy Spirit, give me revelation on, am I doing too much? Give me revelation, do they need to ride the bus? Give me revelation of their future. Because if I give you revelation, then guess what? The power rests there. Come on, Lord, that's good. When I give you, when the Holy Spirit is in it, then the glory of God will be on it and the power will rest there. And then they'll succeed and excel well. Um, they won't be attached to things they don't have any business. They'll start coming out of darkness into his marvelous light. But it's when I imbibe the Holy Spirit, the, the Holy Spirit, yeah, yeah, that's good, Odell, that's good. But if we invite the Holy Spirit into everything, if we say, you know what, I'm not, he's our comforter, he's our truth, he's our advocator, asking him, pausing and waiting on him to respond, then the glory of God will connect to us and it'll change after everything. And everything you attach to will begin to win because the Holy Spirit is there. It knows, right? It knows. Well, the only way that you're going to attach to tap into the supernatural power of God is through the Holy Spirit. But a lot of times we don't want to yield to the Holy Spirit because we've become complacent and because we're used to doing things on our own and in our own way. And God is trying to open up uh that, yeah, God is trying to open you up too. Alex, it just depends. The Holy Spirit isn't in your head. The Holy Spirit is a spirit and it's a spirit and it's an inner knowing. And I'm going to break that down. I'm going to talk about how you understand what's the Holy Spirit because your emotions will lead you to a certain place. Um, you won't understand who you are and there's no power. The Holy Spirit is not your head. It's not a head knowledge. It's a inner knowing. Um, it comes through the word of God. It's just so many different ways for the Holy Spirit. And so the glory is going to manifest the power is going to come in your life when the presence of when you're baptized when the presence of the holy spirit takes everything over because the presence of the holy spirit can the, odell said it best the presence of the holy spirit will shut your mouth the presence of the holy spirit will tell you how to pray the presence of the holy spirit will try to t tell you the truth romans 8 16 the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of god i tell you the truth in christ i'm not lying I'm not, I am not, that's uh, eight, Romans 8, 16. I tell you the truth in Christ, I'm not lying. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Spirit. That's Romans 9 and, and 1. And so we're looking for something to change. And the reason that it isn't changed is because that area is not, we're not allowing the Holy Spirit to lead in that area. And then the glory of the Lord can manifest like it needs to. Matt, uh, Isaiah 4 and 5, it says, Then the Lord will create over the whole area of Mount Zion and over her assemblies, a cloud by day, even smoke, and the brightness of a flaming fire by night, for over all the glory will be a canopy. And in Isaiah, when they were saying that, he was like, you ain't got to worry about how you're led. The Holy Spirit going to lead you by day. The Holy Spirit going to lead you by night. You're going to understand what I'm talking to you about. You're going to understand 
what I'm attached to. Um, I, there's a picture that I try to drop every six months when I was really struggling with my weight and I had gotten really big. Like I had gotten really, really big. Um, the Holy Spirit was, was bear witness and told me the best plan. Everybody kept saying, oh, what are you doing and what diet are you on? I wasn't on a diet. What I did was, was let the Lord take over my life. And once he began to take over my life, the weight began to fall off. Like the weight began to fall off. And I lost 65 pounds over time and I haven't picked that weight back up. Like I have, and I don't struggle and stress over my weight and I still eat pretty much what the Lord tells me I can eat. So there is a difference. The glory of the Lord will lead you in every direction. It'll give you the right words to say. It'll tell you the right people to attach to. Um, you'll know that the glory of the Lord is here. Luke 21 and 27 says, then they will see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When Jesus is present, there's power and great glory. Well, the only way you're going to witness this is through the wisdom of the Holy Spirit because he's going to teach you. He's going to teach you how to live for God and what to do. Holy Spirit himself bears witness in our human spirit that we are children of God. And so it'll take you into a realm of supernatural power where you'll begin, thank you, Holy Spirit, to decree a thing, where you'll begin to say a thing, where you'll begin to manifest. You'll think something and it'll begin to manifest. And I've seen it active in my own life, but it's only when I've submitted and yielded to the Holy Spirit. Now, how I submit and yield to the Holy Spirit is where it comes. It means I'm going to let whatever I need wisdom for rest in you. And I'm not going to move until I get clarity. We were in Bible study a few nights ago and somebody said, so if an opportunity is presented to you and you don't have clarity and you don't have wisdom, are you telling me you will not make a decision until you know without a doubt that the Lord is telling you this? And I said, yes. And she said, well, what happens if the, if the, the situation Situation passes you by. Nothing meant for me is going to pass me by. That's what keeps me from being anxious. Not, no relationship I'm supposed to be connected to. No opportunity. Nothing meant for me is going to pass me by because I trust the Holy Spirit to answer me. I that's what keeps me from being anxious. I believe that if I present a situation to the Lord, he's going to answer me. He's going to tell me what to do. He's going to become involved in it. If it's a circumstance I don't get or understand and I present the situation to the Lord, he's going to understand it. If I remove myself from the situation, if I get quiet and I wait on the Holy Spirit, then he's going to understand it. He's going to be involved in it. He's going to witness to me. He's going to bear witness to something. And when he witnesses something, then the glory of God can be on the circumstance and situation and then I'll experience the power but the only way I'm going to see God's glory and power is through the witness and through the yield and the fact that the Holy Spirit becomes my everything the Holy Spirit I need you to be everything things that you didn't think you needed to involve the Holy Spirit in you need to involve every he will give you strategy he will shift your course. I got something before him right now. He hasn't answered me yet. Guess what? It's going to lay there till he answers me. It's going to sit there till he answers me. I'm going to sit it there till he answers. And I'm not anxious about it because I know he's going to answer me because I expect the Holy Spirit to give me wisdom. I expect him to answer me. We will rush into things thinking they're God making very bad emotional decisions when the Lord has sent you a word, when the Lord has been trying.
trying to get you on a different course, a different track, detach you for something. I don't take any speaking engagement unless the Lord bears witness to it. I don't, I don't care. I don't care how fast they come. That's why you don't, you're just not going to see me everywhere. Every situation is not from God. Every opportunity is not from God. Every opportunity for, is not from God. Everything that we attach to is not from God. And the enemy can make you think something is God. And I've heard people say, oh, and the Lord worked this out just like I needed to. Or perhaps it worked out like you needed to because you pushed the issue or you pushed the effort. And we'll say, oh, that doesn't make any sense. And the Lord didn't have anything to do with it because you never consulted the Lord about it. <laughs> you never consulted the Lord about it. If it was stress in a relationship or pressure point, you, and then here's the other thing. It's not just consulting the Lord about it. It's, I didn't even get, I didn't even wait on his wisdom for it. And I made a decision on my own. I didn't even wait on this wisdom for it. I made a decision on my own because in true reality, I really don't even know how to hear the Lord. I really don't know how. And because I'm too prideful to say that I don't know how to hear the Lord or I don't understand how to hear him or I won't. I don't want to admit. Can I tell you God works best when you admit you don't know. <laughs> God works best when you admit that you don't know. God works best when you admit, I don't have the wisdom for this, or I don't know how to get over this, or I don't know how to do this. God works best when we run out is when the Lord steps in. That, that's what grace becomes. When we don't have any more strength, when we don't have any more power for it, when we decide, I don't know. And for some reason, spiritual haughtiness is one of the worst things that we have, um, God will, um, God will attach us to a teacher, attach us to a place. And we trying to teach the person that the Lord sent to teach. I mean, it's just so many things to us. We don't rest in the Holy spirit and we won't let him work things out of us. We won't let him work things out of us. We won't be patient enough. And then if we make a mistake or we miss hearing him, then, and we're not 100% accurate, then we'll stop leaning on the Holy Spirit when the only way that we're going to learn how to be 100% accurate or hear from him is that we keep trying, that we keep tuning in, that we keep getting on our face before him, right? Um, that is the only way that it's going to manifest and you keep trying and it's not going to be perfect. Yesterday I had to submit some things to God. I did a few things. It wasn't like bad things, but it was just, I could tell God was trying to lead me in a different direction. So this morning I said, give me wisdom for this. And he said, don't say nothing else. He was like, don't, don't, don't bring it up again. If it comes back to you, then you'll know it's for you. That's what he told me. Don't bring it up again. Don't talk about it no more. When we let it rest in God, we're done talking about it. He's like, don't talk about it. If you're going to present it to me, if you're going to ask me the wisdom for it, if you're going to ask me to be involved in it, then let it rest. Let it sit right here. Let it sit right here. Let it sit right here and then keep moving on. Sitting right here is not abandoning it. Sitting right here does not mean I'm abandoning it, that I'm not hoping. It means I've rested on the mantle. Like you put a book on the mantle. If you put a book on the mantle, all the knowledge is still there. All the wisdom is still there. But I'm resting this thing in spiritual truth. And I'm not going to believe anything until I have an inner witness, a good, clear inner knowing. Or he 
backs it up in scripture or he tells me this is the Holy Spirit on this thing and I'm not going to move. And can I tell you something? Time will try to rush us. Time tries to rush you. The enemy, if he can rush you into a situation, if he can rush you into a decision, if he can make you feel that it's, it's like debt. If the Bible says, oh, no man, anything. And the Lord tells you to take out a loan. Come on now, I'm going to give you some wisdom for something. If the Bible says, oh, no man, anything. And the Lord tells you to take out a loan, right? Or the Lord says, gives, really gives you an opportunity and you take out a loan for something. Then guess what the Lord is going to do? At the moment you take out the loan, he's also going to give you the plan of how I'm going to pay that off. This is how we're going to pay this off. Or he's going to have you start saving. Or he's going to have you where you're in. He's not, God is not messed up about your credit and all that other stuff. But if he tells you to take off the loan, he's going to give you a plan for it. We in so much debt and got so many financial issues right now. Because we won't let the Holy Spirit take over our finances. We ain't interested in that. Because the minute the Holy Spirit starts talking to us about um, our money, we, becomes, we become givers. We become in align with the word of God and everything runs in sync. But well, I, I see it all the time. People in financial, spiritual messages, messes because they, they got a worldly wisdom. Well, this is how you budget. And Lord's like, I'm not messed up about your budget. I'm talking about a spiritual wisdom for your finances. Well, I'm a great budgeter. That's fine. The Lord, the Lord, you should let the Lord give you. God ain't about budgets. <laughs> God is not about budgets. God isn't about all of that. God is about being led by the Holy Spirit because he may tell you to do something totally different with your money. Yeah, and that's good, Jeanette. If God is in it, God will provide for it, right? God, if God is in it, God will provide for it. I've seen him. I've seen everything I'm attached to that's of God when. It may look strange at first, but it happens, I promise. I promise it does. That's it. Let's pray. Deshana Austin. I think I saw you log on. Um, the Lord loves you. Woman of God, I just need you to know that do not get weary in well-doing. He sees you and it is working. Keep moving forward. I promise you it is working. Keep moving forward. Do not faint. Don't backtrack. Don't do nothing different. I'm telling you what the Lord told me, woman of God. It's working for you. It's working. Just keep the principles. Keep moving forward. Don't, don't be worried. Don't let the enemy pull you into weariness or worry. He's just trying to cause you to faint. And I don't want you to give up. God has a perfect plan for you, your business, and everything else. So stay the course. You were in my spirit this morning. I was praying for you. Stay the course. God has this. I promise you he does. Just trust the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Man, when God tells me to call somebody's name out, do you know how powerful it is? That it means the Lord knows my name. I don't just randomly select people. You ought to be like, he knows my name and go on to Tasha Cobbs and start worshiping and shout. When the Lord got a word for you, he knows your name. I don't, I don't think to say the Lord tells me. Let's pray and get out here let's pray and get out of here i think we've covered this enough so if you want to experience the glory of the lord if you want to experience the power of the lord you want to have the holy spirit baby if you want to see him in your job if you want to excel in your career come on now if you want to excel in business if you want to excel in all these different places if you want to experience the glory, the power of the Lord, you're going to have to yield to the Holy Spirit. You're going to have to invite the Holy Spirit to take over your life. And when you invite the Holy Spirit to take over your life, you're going to begin to see the power. I just keep hearing this thing about complacency. You cannot 
allow complacency to rule your spiritual life. Because if you continue to be complacent, you're going to miss the power and you're going to miss the glory. Father God, we thank you for your word on today. I thank you for your people today. I thank you, Father God. You, Lord God, are strong and mighty. Father God, show us your glory. Give us the wisdom, knowledge we need for every situation. Father, we just submit our lives to you today, Lord God. We're trusting our lives to you. We're trusting our relationships to you. We're trusting our purpose to you, Lord God. We're trusting our entrepreneurship to you, Lord God. We're trusting our businesses to you. We're trusting our marriages to you. We're trusting our daily walk to you, Lord God. And so we're just submitting ourselves before you, Lord God, today. Father God, please forgive us for any area in our life where we've tried to operate outside of you. We need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Holy Spirit, in every situation. So I want you to take over our lives. Father God, we thank you for taking over our lives. We thank you for bearing witness to every situation. And we, we just repent for being anxious. Now, we cast off the spirit of complacency. You got to go. We will not be complacent. We will not be satisfied. We will not stand still any longer, Lord God. We are trusting you, leaning on you, being dependent upon you for everything. In Jesus' name, amen. So can I tell you something? When God is, uh, when God is in your everything, you don't make decisions without him. You may, I'm talking about, and I ain't talking about what you get up and eat this morning because you should have been already consulting him about your diet and your refrigerator should be full of what you consulted him about. But I'm telling you, you don't make decisions without God. You don't make decisions. And then can I tell you something else? You'll do what's called a periodic checkup and you'll ask him, Lord, am I where you want me to be right now? Am I dressed the way? Am I eating the things that you want me to be? Do I look like, am I going in the right direction? And you'll wait on him to answer. You'll do periodic evaluations and wait on him to answer. Am I attached to the things? Is this something you want me to continue to be involved in? Because we'll continue in business. Complacency will have you continuing in business as usual. Hey, I need to do one last invitation. If you are on here... And you don't know Christ and you've been kind of trying to figure it out. Let me introduce you to Jesus. <laughs> Let me introduce you to Jesus. I, I, it's, Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. My, my God, there's the only way that you're going to come to the Father through to the Father is through Jesus. <laughs> the only way you're going to come to the Father through Jesus is through Jesus. That's the only way you're going to come through the Father is Jesus. The Holy Spirit will even tell you what to pray for somebody so that you won't pray the wrong thing, that you won't be saying the wrong thing. The Holy Spirit will pause you, right? The Holy Spirit will do that for you. The Holy Spirit will lead you. And if you've just been living life on your own, I want to introduce you to Jesus. And it's way more easier than you think. All you got to do is confess your sins and make a decision to, to make Jesus your Lord and Savior and watch him do what's next. God, watch him do what's next. I love y'all. I love y'all more than you know. I promise I do. And I'm so grateful, y'all. And I'm so grateful for this time with y'all. You can still share the video if you're just coming on late. You can pick it up on YouTube. Um, you can hear me later on RejoiceTheLittleRock.org. Tune in to Rejoice. You can catch us on JoyNet in the mornings at 5 a.m. as well. I love you so much. But more than that, God loves you. And you need to know God loves you. And if you will lean not into your own understanding 
And in all your ways, acknowledge God. He will begin to direct your path. That's what that scripture means. If you lean and not unto your own understanding, if you make a decision today, you know what? I'm not going to lean into my own understanding anymore. I'm about to seek you for everything. I'm about to ask you wisdom. I'm going to ask you, can I tell you something? I'm going to tell you this last thing and then I got to go. A woman of God, her and her husband, I put the testimony in the devotional. Her and her husband had brought a truck. She swore that this truck was from God. She swore that this truck was from God. She bought the truck and they were struggling financially. They were struggling financially. And finally, the Lord spoke to her husband and told her, I've got to give this. You guys got to give this truck back. They made a decision to give the truck back. And it was a little... Um, it was a little um, disheartening at first. It seemed the, the enemy tried to make it seem embarrassing at first, but she gave the truck back. And then they let, they invited the Holy Spirit into their finances. She saw wisdom in the multitude of counsel. What wisdom counsel gave her wisdom on how to handle her finances, how to budget. And officially, this was almost a year ago. Officially, this month, her finances are in order. She's been able to sow. She's been able to save. She's tithing. She's been able to take care of her house. God has been put, putting her in a position, but she made a decision. I have jacked up my finances long enough, and I'm getting ready to let the Holy Spirit lead the rest of my life. And she is at financial rest. She doesn't have the stress. She does not consume. She is not overwhelmed. And that's a witness for somebody. And that's because the Holy Spirit took her into the rest of God. And now the power of God is on her finances. Now the power of God is on her finances because she didn't leave. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.